Hey everyone, and Happy New Year! This is Haley, and here at the top of this episode, I just want to say Happy New Year. I hope everyone has had a good end to 2020 and is ready to start on 2021. I don't know if anyone has any good New Year's resolutions out there, but if one of them is to buy more dice, you can use the code HIDEOUS-JAN, J-A-N, on Die Hard Dice's website in order to get 15% off and support the show. That's all I have up front today. So welcome to episode 125, Hunger Saves. Do you like liquor and things that go boom? Then buckle up, listener, because this one's for you. Prepare yourself for the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast, episode 125. That we're at one of those golden numbers, one of those multiples of 25. We're a quarter of the way <laughs> between 100 and 200. Start counting. <laughs> Start counting. <laughs> we, we might even have been a quarter of the way through book four had we not uh, taken this little detour, this three-hour tour. Yeah, I'm excited to see book four somewhere between episodes 250 and 310. Abaddon has a lot to offer, I think. <laughs> Stay here a while. Uh, Emily, we have a Patreon beverage that we're all drinking. What is it? This drink is suggested by the Hora. It's called Dr. Saloom's Tonic, which I believe was the name I gave it. Uh, and oh, You it- believe it was the name you gave it? Yeah. I see. I wonder who could have Some given people- it that name. Some people have been getting a little more creative with their names, but obviously this is not a standard drink name. It consists of peach brandy and cream soda. And, you know, not bad. It's really not bad. I haven't tried it yet, but let's see. Ooh, a little sweet, but it's good. Yeah, I think I agree with that diagnostic. Um, I don't want to drink a ton of it, but I do like it. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Just a, a touch of sweet. Well, how's everybody doing today? You guys ready to presumably find out what happened to Eclipse? I am ready to hopefully not disappoint the whole party that has spent so long. If I want to make sure that I'm alive, I guess, is what I'm saying ultimately. I just want to make sure that we, the party doesn't find me disappointed and they're just disappointed. I mean, isn't the silver dead? lining that <laughs> isn't the silver lining that if Eclipse is dead? They get to keep Tulia? But I thought specifically we couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's not It's not about the destination. It's about the journey and the friends we made along the way. The friends but you like, made the wrong We literally yeah. have a quest we, uh, spell on someone. <laughs> but the, you also have a dragon friend. True. Do we get to keep him and Tulia? I don't know. I personally prefer if Haley loses Tulia and Eclipse, but plays the dragon. <laughs> I don't know if she could do Jibirium the Loud Justice. I mean, maybe we'll find out. Who knows? 
guess time will tell. I mean, that dragon's what? Like CR 13? <laughs> no, no big power spike there. Still, but pretty cool. <laughs> I think if you trade me, trade me three PCs and I'll let you keep the dragon. <laughs> you could be one of you and the dragon. Deal. Deal. <laughs> well, guys, I think we have to roll off before, before we find out what happens in this juicy conclusion to the tournament arc. All right. I did good. I did great. Well, I also did great. Then I don't think I did it. <laughs> I did fairly well with a natural 20. Put it on the board. I also got a natural 20. Hey. I have a 19. Fuck. I have a 17. I thought I was <laughs> like, I was right. like, oh, easy street. Wasn't expected to come in last or second. <laughs> yeah, you guys lost. I... I got a six, so it's oh. fairly. I mean, fairly Brooks lost by a large margin, but fuck, you're not expecting fourth place on a seventeen. Yeah, I, I don't even know what the the lowest roll has ever been for losing a a drink pole, but I mean, I don't know. Six is pretty high. Just goes to show the quality and high rolling you get from rolling diehard dice. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, just don't take into account any of the last few episodes. Just this this one roll for me. If you need to win a drinking <laughs> roll-off at your table by Die Hard, check out their multi-class die if you wanted to take some inspiration from your favorite uh, Inquis investigator. <laughs> or don't. <laughs> don't, don't. At least don't take uh, any inspiration from that character. You know I got skills. So when last we met our heroes... They participated in a very fun cooking competition, the Cold Iron Chef, and they won that challenge with flying colors, I would say. Uh, everybody contributed in their own special way to each of the challenges and was creative with their use of the skills in their bag of tricks, as it were. And so you came in first place. Ramsey the Gorgon loved it. Lopsock loved his uh, cream of mushroom soup. You came in first place, and you are presented with the the uh, katana, much like in Iron Chef. <laughs> and that's where we find you. And the, this could be a better crowd, dude. Crowd of three. <laughs> this is the noise that would be made by less people than there are judges. <laughs> this is like this is like two booths at a bar. This is this is the yeah, like the in-house studio audience. Yeah, this for is the studio Iron Chef. <laughs> Guys, I put on general hubbub, raucous crowd one and raucous crowd two, and this is what we got. We need to, we need to reach out to Ben Looms because when you get to crowds the size of this crowd, 3,000 people or more, uh, you really need... Put on my standard crowd, though. Some stadium crowd. Yeah. Can we get the like the NFL pre-recorded stuff? They Come use? on, Steve. What the hell? <laughs> All right. That's, oh, that's, that's pretty decent. There we go. And so the crowd is cheering. You, you had already swayed them to your side several times during this uh, this tournament and you can see that all your hard work has paid off. They seemed thrilled that 
you've come in first place. And Lopsock announces to the rest of the room, to the dismay of the other parties of adventurers slash uh, combatants. Well, we have our winners, and you know what that means. Let's give a hand for everybody else that was in this tournament, and let's see them give their hands for us. And some daemons descend on the scene and begin a grisly butchering of the other teams in the tournament uh, to the pleasure of the crowd. You, however, are given the katana as well as you're each given a pin and it actually has the it it has the insignia of the city awaiting consumption but it also has a little symbol of the goddess uh, Lao Shao Po on it and these are Lopsock would explain these put you on the same level as anyone else living in this city. You are no longer under the control of any daemons, any other mortals in awaiting consumption. You're free to do as you please. And he kind of turns at Tulia and winks um, knowingly. Let's give it up for our fine heroes. And what a fun tournament this year. We had cooking, we had fighting, we had mazes. What more could you really ask for? And now, if you'd like to gather your things from your quarters, you are free to leave. It's been a pleasure doing business with you. I appreciate that you are a man of your word, Mr. Lapsa. I wish I could say it has been a pleasure. I imagine if the roles were reversed, you would also... Not find as much pleasure in it as I do, but I'm glad things ended the way they did and you are a man of honor. Well, I wouldn't call it honor, but... <laughs> in your own way, I believe. A little bit of you, maybe. One other thing I would provide. I know it might be hard to get around. Take this. And he hands you an odd-looking coin. As you may well know, I'm... One of the most prominent ferrymen of the River Styx. Should you need to go anywhere in between the plains, I imagine you likely don't want to stay here for the rest of your days, although maybe you do. I'm happy to give you a ride. Oh. Tumbe kind of looks at the rest of his party, kind of gives them a nod. Okay, this is good to know. Thank you. Lapsock, this is pretty amazing. I know we'll talk to each other real soon and we'll be keeping in touch regularly. Trust me, I got it on my, I'm already ready. We'll be keeping in touch. Julia, you'll definitely hear from me sometime soon, but as I said before, regardless of other arrangements we may have, you are also free to leave. And, uh, Julia, like, breathes out a, a literal sigh of relief because as much as she may have heard him say previously, it's fine, you're still gonna be relieved. She, I mean, it's been years. She's, she's like, not quite believing this as well as uh, he was real mad. So she's relieved and also a little scared to say much more. So she would kind of purposefully just smile and nod, you know, 
Oops, smile and wave. Freya has a similar disposition as well. She doesn't want to anger the crowd or anger Lopsock at all. But we've been put through an awful lot uh, through this tournament, so she just wants to get out of there without being too rude at this point. So she doesn't really say much, just kind of a a nod acknowledgement. Air Bear would take the stance of saying well we do have uh, business to tend to so if you do not mind we are kind of on the clock here oh did I keep you from something so sorry well what, what are you guys doing are you looking for extra help well I guess <laughs> That all depends. Are you... I imagine you may have something to do, or maybe you've been here long enough that you don't. In which case, we fight a war against one of the most nefarious organizations ever to besmirch the material plane. We intend to find our friend who is trapped here and bring her back home so that we can fight these foul creatures. These fiends. These cultists. A woman of your considerable ability would make a fine addition to our ranks. But y'all are leaving Abaddon Abaddon real soon, right? As soon as we are able. That is the plan. We need to find a friend first. That'll be hopefully a quick task. But if you could help us with that, it would speed us along. It was hopefully a quick task. And look where we are now. In and out, 20 minutes. That's what we thought. Lots of things just listening. I don't really appreciate the attitude. <laughs> no need to be a sore winner. I mean, I'm willing to do whatever y'all are doing in order to get out of here faster. But if you take too long, I, I gotta go. I can't. I've been here for a long time. It's been fun, but I, I need I need to explore. Where is you need to go? And he puts up like air quotes for you. Is that back to the material plane or somewhere else? I do not know where you're from, and elves are an ancient race. Well, at this point, that material plane is looking pretty good. It's not bad right now. I've been there. That's where I was before I was here. I'd like to go back there. I don't really want to do any more plane hopping. I got stuck on the one that I went to. I'd like to not. So, material plane would be ideal. At this point, Jimberium would speak up. I'm actually interested in doing some adventuring myself. Uh, If, by chance, a lot of you are shifting planes, I've... Well, I've only really spent time... On the boon for as long as I can, as long as I've napped. Uh, A change of scenery might be useful for me as well, and it's been quite some time since I've been on an adventure. Mr. Lopsock, what's the the passenger capacity on this here (laughs) coin? I mean, we we ferry all kinds. It's not really a. It's not a boat in the sense that you would think of a boat, I think, Matumbe. Wonderful news. Then, Jimberius, 
We would love to have you along if you share ideas. Ooh. Does Jim Berrius uh, have a coin? Jim Berrium. Jim Berrium have a coin as well, or or like the the protection symbol? Correct. He doesn't, but he's a dragon. <laughs> so, <laughs> so like, you imagine he's probably at least on a power level of many of the daemons in this place. So, considering he wasn't enslaved for the tournament, he's probably relatively free to go. Okay. Wow. I I thought this was a plane of no uh, uh, free favors, but... Well, I mean, he wasn't really here. He was on the That moon. is true. We, I guess we took him. He was like, I want to see cool shit. <laughs> Show me cool shit. Uh, so Tulia would look around at everybody and see if they were on the move or not. And if uh, no one's making any great moves or anything, she would kind of step and she'd be like, well, our rooms are this way if y'all have anything to pick up. If not, I mean, I just got to grab a couple things and then be on my way. Yeah, sure. I mean, I all of the like important adventuring gear, I'd probably, I'd obviously be carrying on me, but like there's probably... You know, like yeah, like a folded up tent, <laughs> bedroll, like that kind of crap. You don't bring into a maze. So yeah, we, I could head back there for sure. Yeah, Frey probably left her bow there, so she'll pick that up on the way out. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> she'll pick that up. All right, so we'll go back and pick stuff up and be on our way. So as you guys are figuring out your plan of attack here, I want to shift perspective and see what has been going on with Eclipse. Eclipse, you were shunted to this plane a day ago by the Dimensional Shambler. You had no weapons, hardly any items on you. In fact, I'd say the only really important thing you had is some of your implements, your marble, your bell, those things that you keep on your person and Maybe a water skin with a couple swigs of water in it. But that's about it. In this desolate place. As you search around the compound, you do see that it is heavily magically warded. And there's a great deal of books here. Study materials, alchemical substances. But it's all covered in kind of a layer of dust. Like it hasn't been used in a while, there's no food stores, no water to speak of. You're in Abaddon. Those things are kind of hard to come by. You bide your time looking outside, reading books. You see the shambling undead in the streets. As time passes, hours go by and the street in front of this building seems more active. Seems like it gets more active. Seems like the mindless undead are starting to realize that there's life somewhere nearby. What's Eclipse thinking at this time? She's about a day in. I would say Eclipse is 
stressed with some reassurance, right? She's worried. She knows her friends are coming for her, and she believes that 100%, especially without any sort of outside or external influence, such as like maybe the lopper saying, they're never coming for you or anything, like with her mind clear. The only one who is in her mind, right, are her, I mean, it's her mom and it's Liana. And so she's got fairly good support as far as that and keeping up with really trusting that her friends are coming. But I mean, she's stressed. She can, she knows what undead are like, right? She knows what the hell's happening. She's faced a ton of them. She knows she can't face them all on her own, especially without any weapons. So I think she would be regularly just trying to occupy her time to avoid thinking about the inevitable death that is outside. And so, and, and constantly reassuring herself again and again that they're coming. And she would probably look, look inwards more than once to say they're coming, right? Uh, Liana is her guardian spirit that has never changed, that's not gone. She still has that one reinsurance, um, and I think that that is what's going to keep pushing her through for now. But she's, I mean, she's stressed, and she's probably, you know, picking up books, flipping through the pages, reading them for a while, and then rereading the same page a couple times because she's not taking in the information and then has to refocus and recalm down her anxiety. I imagine several stages of like Eclipse like sitting on the floor and to an outsider it looks like she's just talking to herself in this room. Without a doubt. She- and and you know various bouts of pacing and and flipping through a book sitting in this chair with the eye engraved on it boredom and then hunger and thirst and she takes those couple swigs from her canteen hoping that soon the rest of her friends are coming like they said they were the second day comes no sign of them nothing silence the street streets grow even more busy several times you hear a knocking from downstairs thuds that become more frequent and then become maddening in their regularity but as far as you know this place is warded nothing should be able to break in but the thunks and the groans drag on over the course of the day and at this time there's a group now that kind of you know members leave and come back but these mindless undead have kind of figured out your vicinity and it's about at the end of the second day that your thirst takes over your throat is dry when when you talk to your companions, you can you can barely croak out words, and soon the conversations become purely mental because it's such a strain. 
you're fatigued. You haven't eaten in two days. You haven't drank in two days. And this is where we need to start checking in on the effects of dehydration. So what happens when a character has no water after a day plus their constitution score, every hour they have to start to make constitution checks. And the check gets harder for every check you've had to make before. Every hour you make a check. If you fail, you take a D6 of non-lethal damage. So on the third day, if you want to roll me a couple of checks here, it starts out as a DC 10 and then gets harder. I'm all good on the first one. I don't make the next one. Okay, so roll a D6. Two. Two points of damage. If you want to roll a couple of these, we can just tally up where you're at about halfway through the third day. So I just did like 12, and of those 12, I actually passed a significant amount since it was pretty easy in the beginning, and I rolled pretty well, so I passed about nine of them. Okay, and how much non-lethal did you take? So, two, three, there. I took nine points of non-lethal total. Okay. This cannot be healed. It's not healed by rest. It's not healed by magical healing. It's never healed until you can drink. You have nothing in your arsenal to enable you to drink. And you're here and you've heard nothing for two and a half days. And on that third day, as the sun ever burning behind that eternal eclipse can cast the shadow on this through your windows of these crowds gathering you hear it and a man appears long time no see eclipse eclipse is caught very off guard she knows this is A's place but she's very disoriented so I think in part she would think she might be hallucinating a little and she's very weak so if she's sitting on the ground she's gonna stand up and try to ball her fists and ask what what is what what's going on <laughs> I was told that uh, my pets caught the little uh, caught one of you in their web and brought you here I wanted to see who it was it's been a long time. You <laughs> you don't look as well as I remember. I, I'm not feeling well. A pulls out a flagon and drinks and puts it back under his robes. Yes, I imagine you're feeling thirsty, hungry. It's been a long time since you were separated from your friends. Several days. Do you really think that they are coming for you? She thinks for a little bit, and then with about as much conviction as she can possibly muster, she just kind of stomps her foot a little bit and goes, Yes! They have to! 
<laughs> you're a you're a brave little thing. Stubborn too, huh? Well, it's not my place to decide if um, if you want to die here. But I would be willing to get you out of this place for your word that you'll stop interfering with my plans. I've I've grown a bit weary of you and your friends getting in the way of our ideals and our movements. I also would need um, some information on on your group. Some things just so that I can get them to see the light as well. Get them to stop pursuing us. If that would be acceptable to you, I could well, I could offer you a drink and then we could leave this place. Her eye starts twitching as she stares at the uh, flask of liquid that he was just drinking. And, I mean, her her legs, like, shake a little and she, she wavers. And then she sits back down and she looks at him and says, You're, you're trying to destroy... <clears throat> trying to destroy all of Galarian and that's not I can't that's not okay what do you mean most of your friends are dead that's all we were trying to do is make the world a deader place well done <laughs> well well done on that wordplay but I have I have live friends now and they're coming and we'll stop it and you can't have both. You have to have both. Well, I mean, if you are so adamant that you won't help me, at least let me entertain you a bit for your final days. And he pulls out a hero deck. Oh, God. And this deck has, instead of the blue eye, a red eye on the back. I'm going to draw a card. One for... You and one for each of your companions. We shall see what they say. You've done this before. I just, <clears throat> I think <clears throat> I would pay attention a little better with some water. <laughs> you know, I can't do that. <clears throat> Worth a shot. The first card he draws is the Inquisitor, except the Inquisitor looks different. The Inquisitor is holding his own head, stuffed with garlic. He pulls out another card. This one, you remember, it's the Prince of Wolves. But atop the hill where the wolves once fought is a grave. I think it's quite simple to see, but who these are referring to. I get your meaning. I, I got that. The next card he pulls is the midwife. And instead of the midwife holding a squirming live baby, the baby is dead. The midwife is crying. And you look closer and the baby has gills and tentacles for 
arms and bright blue eyes stare at you like a fish's eyes. And then the card itself morphs and the midwife grows pale and the card becomes the sickness. Next, you see the betrayal. The card normally depicts a woman holding the head of a decapitated man, but instead, the head is that of a rat. The woman is a ghostly pale and wears the gagged skull. Finally, well, if you've seen the other cards and figured who they might be about, this one is yours. And he pulls out the eclipse. You will never leave here. And instead of the panicked people in the streets, it's you screaming in front of a mob of the undead. And the eclipse in the sky is the same as the one in Abaddon. I will give you one last chance. If you want to live, if you want to go free, then come with me. Otherwise, well, I can't afford to be kind to you any longer, even though it was fun to watch you and your friends. I mean, it was a nice show, but I know. I know you're wrong, because no matter what, I'm leaving Abaddon either with you or with my friends so you you've just proven to me that I know that I'm gonna stay here and they're coming your stubbornness will be the death of you but it was fun watching you try I mean I'm gonna survive I will. Well, you'll be a strong corpse to send to your friends after you die. But until then, best of luck. And he teleports away. With that, I'm going to need you to continue to make saves. You've chosen to stay here. So I made another 16 which I think we agreed would catch me up with this, the party uh, to where they were. I failed 15 of those 16. Oh, they do continue to get harder. Yep, sitting at a total 52 non-lethal damage. Okay. And your body is wasting away. Yes. You're exhausted. You're filthy and your skin is cracked and your friends aren't coming. They're coming and you just curl up in the fetal position and wait for either salvation or death. Yes, and in her head, she just continues to repeat the only thing that is giving her any hope is they're coming. They have to. They're coming. They have to. And that would be where she would stay. Okay. No more reading. We make it back to the rest of the party then. So what's the party doing? Once we get back and grab our gear, Freya takes a little bit of time 
but moves fairly quickly, to dig through her backpack and go back to the original plan we had when we got here, which seems like a lifetime ago with how much has changed and how much has happened. And she pulls out two scrolls, a scroll of scrying and a scroll of teleport. And we didn't have a great plan for being able to utilize these fully together, uh, but we now have uh, someone who can cast both of these spells, at least on their spell list. So Freya goes over to Tulia uh, specifically as we're kind of gathering our items and getting ready to go. Our friend doesn't have much time, if she has any left at all. We need to go right to her. Before we came here, we bought a couple of scrolls. We could use your help to find her efficiently. We have a scroll of scrying and of teleport. We have some of her items as well, so you could at least get a good lock on her with the scry it's gonna take a full hour but we're gonna spend forever looking for her if we can't scry I'll be honest I have not scryed before but I think I could do it just fine I've definitely teleported before it's quite fun so if you want to walk me through this scrying process I mean I can do it but we should probably leave before we overstay our welcome here at Lopsops I really don't want to get roped into any other contests. I agree. Let's go. Find a semi-safe place to cast it. Okay. I also failed to mention your collars have been removed. Oh. oh, good. Perfect. So we can actually shift planes now. And teleport. And teleport. Good, good. This freedom like she hasn't felt in years. Anyways. <laughs> Is there like a... some? location like a local uh you know nice friendly abaddon you know the twin eclipses bnb that we can go run a room for an hour <laughs> yes you could do so with with your pendants um, you think you'd probably be fine just casting it in like the wash basin and in your area too but that's fine yeah you you walk up to a. Uh, <laughs> a tavern called the the Dead Eclipse. No, <laughs> foreshadowing. Pretty heavy-handed. <laughs> and uh, some of you see that as an omen, <laughs> uh, unintentional omen. You walk inside. Uh, you're greeted by a daemon that I guess runs the bar. <laughs> What's, uh, what's a couple of mortals like you doing in a bar like this? Well, we just won that big old tournament. You know, the one that Lopsock holds every year? Mm. We won it, but now we'd like to rest. Ah, congratulations. That means I won't, uh, I won't attempt to enslave you or, uh, you know, report you to the other demons. Looks like you're in good standing. Uh, that'll, uh, that'll... You, you got uh, gold and coppers and, and stuff on you? Tulia, you just need a, a short while to prepare this spell, correct? It takes an hour. Takes an hour, perfect. Just cry. Perfect. Are you one of these uh, in establishments that offers a afternoon nap? Oh, you mean <laughs> the, the afternoon delight package? Yes. 
all five of all, all, I'm sorry. All four of us and this dragon have some business to attend to in a private room for one hour. I'll give it to you for free if you let other people watch. Seems like quite the pairing. This is a good bargain. Uh, I don't think that's wise. All right, keep your fun to yourselves, I suppose. If but only y'all, if only we could capture it like in a moving picture. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, um, sure. Uh, one gold, please. Great. <laughs> I guess. No kidding. I have 1,301 <laughs> gold pieces. I get this. Mm. <laughs> More because I just want to round out my sheet. Ooh, round numbers like that really make me excited. So we go to the room <laughs> so very the room. quickly. You head to the room and you scry. Subject is not on another plane. However, Tulia has no knowledge. I guess has heard of the subject, would we say? And we also have some of Eclipse's items that she left behind. Right. That can help. So it would be a will save plus one. However, you have been told to... Eclipse would have a will save plus one. Yes, um, you would get a plus five because the because Tulia only has secondhand knowledge of you. Uh, however, you would get a minus four because Tulia has something of yours. I would like to uh, fail this. <laughs> Strong choice. I talk. It took me a long time to decide. I mean, I'll say that you can intentionally fail. Can I? I, I, I don't really know, <laughs> but. I will say I need a um, a percentile check still. 43. Okay. Uh, then yes, the scrying works and it bypasses whatever wards are on this place and you can intentionally fail your save. So what the rest of you see is Eclipse looking in a pretty shitty state um, in the fetal position on the ground. Tulia, that is her. You found the right woman. That is the one we want to go to. Y'all, she's not looking so good. Then we must make haste. We just need to get to her. Take us there now. Now go ahead and roll me for Eclipse a fortitude save at like a DC... Uh, or a con check at a DC like 30 something it would be a uh, I left off on a DC 37 so this would be my DC 38 yep. uh, I can't win that unless I get a natural 20 yep. you can do it uh, natural 1 oh. Oh. <laughs> so you're going to take 6 okay. points of non-lethal okay that's been another hour um, alright so let's let's check on this teleportation yeah, I have that spell up because I also I have it as a spell, and I could prepare it in a minute because I I um, still have one level five open because I thought there was going to be something horrible at the end, and I was saving too much. Anyways, I could prepare the teleport in a minute, and then uh, 
What I've got here is familiarity first, so we have to understand what that is. Uh, I'm certainly not very familiar. Uh, there's then studied carefully, seen casually, viewed once, and false destination. Oh yeah, viewed once is possibly using magic such as scrying. Mm -hmm. So I would say this is the viewed once category. Yes. So low is good on this. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. 176 is on target. If we're not on target, this is going to be a huge problem. Yep. Oh, yeah, no, we're going to be yep. fucked. Okay, 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 okay. I'm not stressed. I'm fine. Eight! Eight? Oh. Eight! <laughs> Yay! You... Thank God. Oh, my God. Blink out of... Uh, out of the afternoon delight room and find yourselves in the study... Of A with Eclipse whimpering on the ground. <laughs> Freya immediately runs over to Eclipse, maybe a little bit disoriented after teleport teleporting, uh, but she makes her way over and wants to do a heal check to know what immediate help Eclipse needs. Sure. Roll a heal check. I can try to aid. Uh, yeah, I can as well. And I do. As do I. All right. That is 33. Yeah, you're good. You you think she's uh, suffered from quite a bit of non-lethal damage from being dehydrated and could probably also use some food. That's pretty good news considering where we are and what uh, our side of the party has gone through. So Freya pulls out uh, her water and cradles Eclipse's head and just dribbles the water into her mouth because she's... Is she even conscious at this point? I mean, yeah, she's conscious, but I don't think she's present, you know? <laughs> I, I just thought of... I mean, I know as a party we would have already thought ahead as far as probably what she's trying to go... Uh, or like been through on this plane all by herself but we just show up without water just just us and our gear <laughs> four no, days no after you told her you'd be right there <laughs> yeah no all we have is like coffee and mountain dew like stuff that was <laughs> actually dehydrate you <laughs> Romy Romy 66 damage from all the kidney stones is gonna give you <laughs> oh god so we brought uh, beef jerky <laughs> 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 Salted meats. <laughs> Salted peanuts. Yep. The only liquid we have is Tabasco. <laughs> okay, so Eclipse would... I think she would not understand what's happening still. Uh, there's a mess of confusion. Because I, I don't know how you don't become just completely confused in a state like that. She'd blink a few times and she'd kind of croak out. Freya? We found you. Looks like just in time. And uh, she will reach up and grab the water skin and drink it probably way too fast. But. Is that Freya's water skin? Yes. God damn it, what have you done to me, woman? Um, Freya might be plagued. Pretty sure you always have a chance of passing on a disease. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this sucks. I didn't think about that. 
I'm sure Eclipse wouldn't have any idea about that either, so uh, go ahead and make me a fortitude save. Motherfucker. This would be the... F- this is still early on for Freya and her corruption, too, so... So I do have um, a plus two trait bonus versus disease because I took Plague Survivor in the very beginning here. Mm, good. It's like, I don't know, did I know somehow? Seems to have come up a lot. <laughs> 20. Freya, do you know what you're... So, I think it depends on the disease that is affecting her. All right, uh... I'm going to pull up one of the ones. One of the ones. Jesus fucking Christ. Like, literally, you guys get here, and now you're going to kill me. I mean, it's rough. It's a a thing that, you know. Freya Freya pulls out the water skin, and it looks disgusting, and it's like... It's like the the nasty patty from SpongeBob. (laughs) (laughs) Freya feels fine. She shouldn't be carrying a disease. She feels fine, huh? Well, but besides, feels totally fine and connected. Besides and the fact, not her mental state. You don't feel sick. Good. I selected randomly, and by selected randomly, I just thought bubonic plague would be great. <laughs> <laughs> it's only DC 17. Oh, thank God. Oof. I did not roll high. Wow. Probably don't sip from that one again. Maybe like Freya <laughs> realizes, oh, fuck, like, shit's going on with yeah. me. Wait, I didn't wipe that off. A, a cliff's like, gags a little and she's not sure if it's because it's too much water or if something's just off and uh she'll look around and she will see uh obviously Matumbe and Erbear who she's familiar with and then two strangers and will be immediately caught off guard and uh I am Jimbirium the Loud <laughs> I I'm a dragon but I'm currently taking the form of a man and there are a lot of undead around us right now. Yeah, can everybody hear that? That's like quite a bit. Unfortunately, I'm not like a red dragon, so my breath thing doesn't really clear that up. They've been here for... They've they've been here for like days. She begins to get some of her vocal cords back. We are likely in a part of this plane of existence where they may have been walking since nearly the beginning of time and will and will not cease walking outside this window until the end. It is in our best interest to leave as soon as we can, as soon as you have your strength, Eclipse, or we can carry you out. Hey, how, how do I heal now that I've had water? Now that you've had water, I think the non-lethal can go away. With healing or? Yeah, with like magical healing. Okay. It's that kind of thing where like now that you've gotten the nourishment, you're not taking the damage anymore. And so that damage I yeah. feel like is just treated as regular non-lethal damage after the fact. Yeah, she'll uh, turn to Freya and like she'll, you know, sit up on her own and she'll turn to Freya. Freya, you've always been the best at making sure everyone's taken care of. Can you heal me up a little before we get on our way? I also... <clears throat> desperately need some sleep when we're out of here. You definitely need a good night's rest. I can give you a little bit of comfort until then. And I'm going to do two Cure Light Wounds. Yay. 18 points of healing. Okay. So she will heal. I heal that. And, um, you know, she's still not doing her, but she's way better than she was and uh, would be willing to leave whenever. 
I think. Yeah, it's probably about time. Um, it would be. Oh. If Matumbe didn't completely fall over. So Matumbe collapses. So as you're tending to Eclipse, Matumbe drops. Hey there, bud. You did it. You got me back. Oh, boy, am I proud of you. Look how far you've come. I kept my word. I am a man of honor. I have always lived by my ideals, and I always will. <laughs> we made a promise together. We did. I kept we... my end of the bargain. <laughs> we certainly did make a promise. Although, I, I have to say, you would have made a pretty fun body. Hmm. Had you not been able to detect my thoughts, the first thing I would have done is row a small boat out to the middle of the lake that we were by, slipped a dagger in between my ribs to pierce my lungs and drop to the bottom to trap you with me. <laughs> You're so but, melodramatic! But I've learned a lot with you. It's been an interesting ride. Well, I'm not always the worst guy, right? I, I only tried to kill you a couple times, and I kind of stopped doing that. To be fair, we also did try to end your existence. So you see where I'm coming from, right? I would say we're even. Well, let's shake on it then. Why don't we... Why don't we let bygones be bygones? Do you truly wish to possess another body? What will become of their soul after Eclipse passes you on to the next person? I don't know. They're gonna... Sit at the bottom of my consciousness, probably. That's kind of how it works. There are people who have undergone terrible things in this world and their mind leaves them. I would appreciate if you tried to find one of these folks first. Someone who is in a comatose state or does not know who they are anymore. Preserve innocent life if you can, but there are ways where you can have a body without damning somebody to eternal torment. Well, it's all a matter of your perspective. If you think they're not in there. But that sounds like a conversation you and Eclipse can have, because I'm going to take the first one I get. It's up to her whose body that is. I think it's up to both of you. Well, I don't want an old, worn-out body. Well, of course not, but... Obviously. Yeah. Who would want that? Nobody. What, what I... You. Possess a new body? No. Die again in five years? Come on. <laughs> Ridiculous! Well, aren't you going to shake my hand? Will you and Eclipse... Granted, I do not speak for Eclipse, but will you at least plant the notion in her mind to try and search out someone who I described earlier? I mean, I'm not a great guy, but I do appreciate you getting me here. So I'll do you that solid. Least I could do. And he looks he looks down at, I don't know, are we on like some sort of like dreamscape yeah, right now? Yeah, you're kind of like in the dreamscape. Yeah. Just kind of looks down at his axe, and with his left hand he pulls out his book. It will be good to use this again. I can almost feel Phrasma's touch again. Almost, but not yet. Puts it back down. I guess it is time to shake on it. And the two of you shake, and those of you outside of Matumbe see that 
wound that was on his arm seems to heal up and the axe kind of he his body twitches and the axe clangs free out of his grip and then for the first time for some of you you see the lopper rise up out of Matumbe's body <laughs> hey folks good to see ya how you holding up B I'm gonna be honest like not great uh I could really use your strength again I missed it a lot and he reaches down and he picks up the axe and it kind of like floats over to you into your hand where the ribbon once again jumps to it weirdly enough I missed you glad to see you're alright Eclipse uh kind of shakes a little and she can feel the axe back with her and this is the first time she's felt whole again and feels like she actually has some control over what's going on in her life again because she is no longer weak um and she gets she uh looks at Vance who's outside still and well welcome back and then she'll stick out a hand to like shake his hand so that he can get absorbed and sucked into her mind again and he does <sighs> Haley feels very relieved me I feel I feel better that things are right with the world again <laughs> me too <laughs> no they're not a hundred percent right no. <laughs> you once again gain the possessed corruption with all of your prior boons and stains reinstated Matumbe you obviously lose that okay um, that's that's nice but your intuition was correct. You don't feel Phrasma's presence anymore. Still. Yeah, that's what I figured. Uh, Tulia's going to take a step up at this point. And uh, she's going to say, is this normal for y'all? Like, this is, this is crazy. Uh, what? What? What did I sign up for? Air Bear's hands pop off. <laughs> That's an item. <laughs> She's convinced of that one. That's <laughs> no, an item. This, this shit, that was a speaking ghost. Freya shakes her head a little bit. You just learn to get used to it. I, I, I think it's going to take me some time. I don't know. But, yeah. uh... Oh. There are times when we control the demons and there are times when the demons control us. And there needs to be a balance within. I mean, I know all about carefully constructed contracts with demons, but... This is something else. Uh, yes. I also think we should probably get on out of here. I was more talking about inner demons, but yeah, oh. uh, this this would be the place to 
real, real demons. Yeah. I just wasn't so sure because it was a full, real, real live man who just popped on out of the other man and went into her. We have a lot to catch you up on. Let's yeah. start from the beginning. No. <laughs> About three or four months ago, I journeyed from. Oh, God. <laughs> and I. So I presu- presume that Freya uses a plane shift. She need to rest probably to do so. Yes, Freya was not. Uh, she she prepared spells for to survive the tournament. Survive the tournament, and we couldn't shift with the collars on, so she would have had no reason to prepare for that. So she will uh, need to rest, and then she can prepare that. And we do have the tuning fork for the material plane, and uh, we can get everyone there. Uh, she'll just need to rest first. If we want to bounce, well, we got the coin. Lobsock. It would require you to. No, we have to like actually find them. We can't like summon them or anything. You you need to use it like at the river sticks. Oh, okay. Which you know conveniently was like runs by awaiting consumption, but like it's also near blood rot, like just outside of the city. But you would need yeah. to make your way through this. Uh, Undead horse. <laughs> Tulia is going to make a quick recommendation. She's going to look around at the dusty, uh, dirty lodgings here, see that there's also no food and water after we just had cooked meals for everyone else but ourselves, um, <laughs> and spent all day in a maze. And honestly, this is very lackluster from what she's used to. I mean, by and far, Lofsox, uh, you know, enslaved were treated fairly well, or at least she was. So she'll look around and maybe drag a finger around and see the dust. She'll ask, well, do y'all want to just go back to that little B&B and stay the night and maybe get some something edible? I mean, if you went back to awaiting consumption, you could you could get a meal and and get ferried back if you wanted to. It's just right here. It wouldn't be a good idea to walk out in the yeah. street, but in waiting, in waiting consumption, you'd be fine. Well, so she knows that you guys had a scroll of teleport, but she also had a spell, so like she can teleport back. Yeah, I was thinking we maybe want to save the scroll, if possible, for when we get to the material plane that we can actually get to where we want to go, because the plane shift is so imprecise. We could end up if we anywhere. if we rest, I can prepare teleport twice. Oh, okay, perfect. Like, yeah, that would work. I'm not. In, in fact, actually, it can go so far as once we get to the material plane, she could prep it and then say, "All right, where are we going?" So yeah, that works. Then we could use the scroll to get to some place we could actually rest comfortably. Yeah, because to Tulia, she's like, I don't understand why you even have a teleport scroll, and she's like ready to flex her teleportation. She hasn't been able to do it in a long time. Go back, get some food and edible things. The edible things are <laughs> a vastly different uh, different types. You, you can get things, you, you know, Lopsock's favorite food was cream and mushroom soup. You can get things that are uh, edible by mortal standards and, and also at the tavern is stuff that only Damons would eat. More expensive things on the item are 
mortal souls. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna go back and have edible, edible food. Uh, maybe we just keep Eclipse in the room, though, because we can teleport right in, back into that room. Uh, and then we can come back down, pay for the room, and bring food up, because Eclipse does not have the little... I mean, you guys were gone for long enough. The room's being used by someone else as an afternoon delight room. Oh, boy, oh we just no. teleport in. And teleport into an orgy. Oh, no. no the, they got the, their own dragon. <laughs> they got their own dragon. <laughs> it's not a real orgy if you don't bring a dragon. The The room is empty. You you head downstairs. Oh, wait. Will uh, you be staying the night? Yeah, we had we had such a blast. We we just at this point we need to rest. Okay, I suppose uh, we could turn the afternoon delight room into a full service uh, lodging for the evening. That would just be wonderful. So you pay your couple of gold. Uh, yes, you have the lodging. You're all crammed into one room, but. That's fine. You've been through worse, I, I suppose. Some of you. Yeah. What, now, three small creatures? Humanoids? No, two. Two. Just you and Eclipse. Freya's just short. Freya's Aww. considered medium. <laughs> bulky. In the amount of space she takes up on the floor while sleeping, <laughs> it's medium size. She's wide, just not super tall. When she, when she lacks old. in height, she makes up for it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and age. That's for sure. Uh, Freya's no longer the newest party member, so you're not allowed to haze her anymore. I don't think she's the oldest either. Oh, not no. with Tulia. Yeah, not Tulia. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so you guys spend the night and then prepare your spells. Yeah. You want to give me that? I assume you're attempting to plane shift to Thrushmore. Yes. So it is a we we will appear five to five hundred miles away from our intended destination. Okay. You roll me a D percentile. Oh, so I only rolled uh fifteen. So you're like. 75 miles away? Yeah. So not as You're bad basically as it could like, be. you can visit Ickmer, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> basically back. Um, See that grave? Oh, hey, it's my best friend. <laughs> you guys came back so soon. <laughs> hey, guys. Ickmer <laughs> seems to just talk to our bear. <laughs> Somehow Tuli is his second best friend now. <laughs> Oh no, Jabirium. Jabirium, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the dragon stays with him. <laughs> you seem like a cool guy. <laughs> you seem like a fool I can throw, but I can party with that. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, you uh, you end up 75 miles away. However, the, the issue here is I don't know that Thule has ever been to Thrushmore. No, certainly not. So, I would uh, never have viewed anything, and we do not have... And, and, and Can anyone else have used the teleport, by the way? Uh, I oh, wait, also, guys, oh. I do have scrying as a spell on up my spell list. I apparently picked that at some point, but I've not used it. 
here's the thing. I will just really quick prep a scrying and a teleport. We'll, can we can we scry on something there? Does that work? Air Bear has a, has relatives there. Yeah, a connection like a likeness. Do we have any garments or possessions that you guys purchased from there? Oh, we're gonna go that route. <laughs> <laughs> His item in the loosest sense of the word. Yes. Uh, but- <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give him like a fucking no. plus six on this. Okay, fine. So, um, they would have to roll a will save. Okay, let's see. I don't got that stat block up. <laughs> you know the uh, <laughs> the Red Book of Losco are notoriously willful. <laughs> <laughs> No, I got a natural three. All right, great. I mean, he's aware he's being scried on, I guess, and it's like, oh, oh dear. <laughs> what is oh, happening? Boy. Uh, it's, a competitive, it's a competition there. What's, he, right. what's he doing? I want to know. Air Bear is in the background. He's in the camping he's section. In. He's in one of the tents in the camping section. <laughs> <laughs> like, by himself. He's on his lunch break. He's just, oh, these marshmallows are so delectable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's got a full cheek pouch of him. <laughs> and then I can teleport. Okay. Viewed <laughs> once. Absolutely. We got this, guys. Don't worry. Please tell me it's so perfect we're in this tent. <laughs> we'll see. She's not making a good face. Tent might explode. <laughs> Uh, we wind up in an area that's visually or thematically similar to the target area. Generally, you appear in the closest place, similar place within range. If no such area exists within spell's range, the spell simply fails. You end up in the Lepidstat Losco. That's not the closest shop. It's the closest Losco. But similar, honey. Look. It's exactly, it's the same company. I mean, yeah, you're talking similar. The same is similar. <laughs> What's the definition of similar? God damn it. All right. I it's, spend it's, another minute. I prep another teleport. I'm trying again. I mean, yeah, you get, you end up in like a fucking shop in Thresh War. Uh, lady, shopkeeper lady freaks the fuck out because you're like just a peer. In their camping section. <laughs> in their camping section. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you appear in <laughs> you're in you're in mixed sporting goods <laughs> oh my god uh, yeah <laughs> sure um <laughs> Hastily leaving, you find yourselves <laughs> in the streets of Thrushmore. Oh my gosh. What is what is the party's plan from here? I mean you you rested a night in Abaddon. <laughs> Presumably most of the spells prepared were to get back here. What's the plan? Uh Tulia doesn't have a plan, she's going with flow right now. Um because She's just happy to not be an Abaddon. So, unfortunately, she doesn't have a whole lot of plans for today. But if there's nothing much exciting happening, she might get bored. 
Well, I think fortuitously, I guess for Tulia's boredom, there comes a voice in her mind. Tulia, my dear, uh, listen. Sorry to call so soon. I'm sure you were enjoying your freedom. But I have something I... I overheard you were all talking about going to the back to the material plane, and that's that's awesome. Not asking you to uh, come back, by the way. But I do kind of have uh, something I need you to do for me. There's this church. Church is probably a, a special name for it. Um, it's it's in. Uh, have you ever been to Ustalov? I don't think I have. Well, you're going to need to buy a map. Um, in an area called Virlik, uh, what I need, there's a... There's a phylactery, one of um, one of these... You know about liches and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, I've read about them. Well, one of the liches put her phylactery in one of my cousin's heart. And it, you know, a whole mess... He's kind of, uh, it, it's hard for us to motivate without a heart. So this lich has a daemon heart. They've, they've kind of split part of their soul into. I need you to get it for me since you're on the material plane. Uh, I'm sure that's not beyond your capability level. So um, I'd say at your leisure, but I kind of have yet my beck and call for 50 years. So whatever it is you're... Uh, you want to do prepare yourself for whatever and would love to get that art back all right i heard you loud and clear so is communication over yes all right so i'm i'm i don't know what we would be doing if we would be walking around shopping or what but no matter where we are in the day tulia would probably turn to party say i don't have a whole lot of time for much else do y'all need me for anything? I wish you could join us on a quest against the foul people we fight against. But if you are on the beck and call of Lapsak, I understand. If you wrap up the business you have to attend to, we would welcome you back into our group with open arms. Know this. Oh, would y'all be welcome to me scrying and attempting to teleport to you at some point later in the future? It's a new skill. I'm, I'm excited about it. It's gone well so far. Maybe like in the middle of the day when nothing's going on. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Early morning, late night, keep it to yourself. You've done so much to help us achieve our goals. We're thankful for everything you've done. Of course, we'd be willing to see you in the future. And just a word of advice. Be careful what you get roped into. Some things never really go away. Right, yeah, I, I mean, trust me, I got roped into what I thought would be a fun little adventure down in Dabadon, and, well, well that's been, kind of ruined my life here a little. Uh-huh. Uh, one more thing for me, the uh, the cult we're, fi- we're fighting is called the Whispering Way, they're trying to uh, overrun the living people on this plane with the dead, so if you hear anything about that, anything relevant or whatever, just let us know. They're in Ustalav, we're taking care of it. We got a long way to go. We can talk later. <laughs> I'll learn how to send messages. <laughs> <laughs> can Don't you forget cast? to write. 
We are very thankful. You are welcome to uh, teleport within uh, 500 miles at any time. Uh, and Eclipse does not know Tuli at all, but would say, Um, you really saved my life back there, I'm pretty sure, considering uh, they needed you to get back there, but also just thanks for helping out. Um, I don't know you, though, so, like, have fun. What is wrong, girls? Oh, I thought they were going to be best friends. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, for what it's worth, Jimberium would look over to Tulia. You seem like you're heading out in a hurry. Um, something you need help with? I would not mind help from you. That sounds like a fun trip. Well, in that case, I came to this plane for adventure and would hate to see you have to go off alone. So what do you know about liches? Cue sunset and we walk into sunset. <laughs> liches get stitches. <laughs> I feel like this is the start of a beautiful friendship. <laughs> and with that, I think we should finish our drinks because we'll see you next week. Yes. I knew it. Hideous Laughter Productions is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Carrying Crown is copyright 2011. Carrying Crown and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo, Pathfinder, their respective logos, and all Paizo titles, characters, and artwork are properties of Paizo Inc. and used with permission.